Several weeks ago during Icepocalypse 2023, on one of our nights without power, which I'm, I'm assuming many of you all had to undergo those nights, the first night I could not get to sleep because I was so uncomfortable with the noise. We're the type of family that like we have a white noise machine on in every single room. No one can hear anybody. Hopefully there's never a major emergency because we would not be able to hear it. But that night we couldn't play white noise, not even on our phone because we didn't want to risk that our phone battery power went out. You know the story. And it was like the wind howling against the wind, the windows. It was like snap, crackle, pop with the trees outside. And then all of a sudden you would hear like the crick, 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 there's another branch that goes down. And even though they weren't on my house, it felt like they were. It felt like it was like rumbling and it was so incredibly difficult to sleep. But because I had no power, I was forced to listen. We have so many sounds millions of sounds going on around us. And since we are a young child, since we were young children, we have been trained to listen to certain ones. So we were trained that when we are in our preschool class and we were sitting on the carpet and the teacher was telling the story, reading the storybook, we were not supposed to talk. We were supposed to keep our mouths closed and our ears open. We have been trained that when we are in a very, very busy restaurant, even though there's like so many noises going on, we somehow, we can shut out all those other noises and we can have a conversation with the people at our table. We can have the radio on in our car and still be having a conversation. And then all of a sudden we hear our, our favorite song come on and we're like, turn that up. And then everybody starts to listen to the music. We have become experts at tuning and listening in to certain things and then tuning out and not listening to other things. And so what we're gonna do today is we're going to begin our Forming Faith series where we look at this act of listening because it really is something that we have been trained to do a certain way. And I'm not sure that our busy, loud world is helping us choose the best things to listen to. Because gosh, there is a wide range of voices. As the students were singing, make all things new, make a joyful noise, I just kept thinking about how they're getting these words written, hopefully, so deep in their hearts that when times are feeling down and when things are not feeling new, that they remember, they call to mind, that they listen to those words that have been written on their heart. So I want to ask us, do we listen for God in everything? Not just in like God stuff. Things like, you know, you come to church, you're supposed to be able to listen for God. But like, do we listen for God? Because I believe that that is God's primal language. In the beginning, God did not snap creation. God did not point creation. God did not clap God's hands for creation to come. What did God do? Spoke. God spoke. It was God's words. There's something about God's words. And we have this amazing gift of the Bible, but we also have this amazing gift of music, of Ted Lasso, <laughs> even Taylor Swift. 
Willie Nelson, hasn't God spoken to you through things in the world? And we need to believe that God is never going to tire of that. There's not going to be any area of our lives where God's like, nah, actually don't want to don't use that as an opportunity to speak. And so to help guide us in this practice of listening, we're going to look at this sweet tale about a young boy named Samuel. As we prepare to hear God's word, will you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all of the sounds that you have allowed us to hear this day in this space. And oh God, may we listen with attentive ears. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Now this scripture comes from the book of 1 Samuel. It's towards the beginning. Um, and this is about Samuel's calling. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were not widespread. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, he was lying down in his room, and the lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel, and he said, here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am, for you called me. But Eli said, I did not call you, lie down again. So he went and lay down. The Lord called again, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, for you called me. But Eli said, I did not call my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again, a third time. And so Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am for crying out loud, you called me. And Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, go, lie down. And if he calls you, you shall say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place, and now the Lord came and stood there calling, as before, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel said, speak, for your servant is listening. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I find two curious things about this passage and what's going on with Samuel that can offer insight for how we might, in our noisy world, listen to God. First, notice the environment. Each time that Samuel is called, it says he is before the ark of the Lord, but it also says that he is alone. There's something about being able to listen to God when we are alone. He was still, he was quiet. Now here's the thing. Ever since I was born, I have been trying to not be alone. Ever since all of us were little, we have avoided being alone because we don't want to be lonely. It's, it's popular to fight loneliness. None of us want to feel lonely for good reason. Loneliness is difficult. But there's a difference between loneliness and just being alone with God. 
One of the most powerful truths that I have learned throughout my life, no matter my marital status, no matter how many kids I have or if my kids are doing well, no matter what type of position I have or how I look, I am by myself okay. I am by myself a full human. I do not have to have another human attached to me to make me more human. The only thing that completes any of us is God. I had a friend told me Friday that some people are afraid to do inner work. They're afraid to be silent with their thoughts for fear of what will be discovered. But friends, we know that we serve a God where it says no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Whatever God speaks to us when we are alone, it would only be from a place of compassion and infinite love, only wanting to form us more into the godly people that God desires for us to be. The second thing I find curious is that when God begins to talk, Samuel listens in a certain way. Samuel doesn't interrupt God, finish God's sentence, or prepare a rebuttal as God is speaking. Do any of you all have friends like this? Or maybe you are this? They don't let you finish a story without butting in, and then all of a sudden, they want to tell their story, and you didn't even get to finish yours. Or maybe you are this friend who wants to connect so badly with others, as soon as they finish their sentence, you are ready to respond so that they know, oh, she was really listening, or he was really listening. One of the ancient desert fathers, Nesteros, he was asked by a younger monk, he said, what should I do about my tongue, for I cannot control it? I keep saying things that I regret later. What can I do? And the old man said to him, when you speak, do you find peace? No, the young monk replied. Nesteros said to him, if you do not find peace, then why do you speak? Be silent. And when a conversation takes place, prefer to listen rather than to talk. Samuel was by himself. Samuel was alone with God, and then Samuel listened attentively. All of us know how to listen. We have been trained since we were young how to listen. And we choose dozens of times throughout the day who we listen to, and how we should listen to them, and then we say, is that relevant? Hear this. When God speaks, it is always relevant to our lives. And so we need to practice listening to God, a God who has a lot to say to each of us. So in this amazing journal that you can take if you want when you leave, that Stacy and Kevin wrote, this week they have us listening in five different ways to God. And it's not all God stuff, because God is everything. It doesn't have to be churchy. They, one day, they want you to go listen in nature. You know, you can listen. You can listen for God in, in literature. You can listen for God through other human beings. And God says to us, each of us, he says, listen, I am standing at the door knocking if you hear my voice and you open the door, I will come in and I will eat with you and you with me.
May each of us practice listening for God, eager for God to form our faith and also secure that whatever we hear would only be to form our faith into more loving, more godly, more kind humans. May it be so in my life and in yours. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for your, the way you speak to us through so many things. Oh Lord, help us to listen attentively to what you are saying. Help us to be okay with being alone and still and quiet. Amen.